this is Rachel. Welcome to Recovery Daily Podcast. Today's topic is if-then gratitude statements. So outside right now, the neighbors are setting off fireworks. So this will be fun to see if maybe we've got some added color, if you will, in the background um, audio, if you hear, hear some booms and such. So um, I'm purposely doing this during the fireworks because this year I'm not able to look at the fireworks. So, um, so I've got something better to do. I've seen those fireworks before. So, um, so what I've learned in recovery is that when I share my darkest experiences, um, if I'm in a meeting or if I'm talking to somebody out of outside of a meeting, when I share my darkest experience, there's always someone that nods. There's always someone that's like, yeah, I know what that feels like. And it has, over time, as I've um, put some some 24 hours behind me, um, to be able to watch others heal has been a gift for me as well. So I see, I see how it works. I see how we give and we get, and we give and we get. And um, to be able to give, to be able to share my darkest experiences and watch somebody be able to, um, to really identify with what I'm saying, that is repayment for what I've received from other people. So people have told me, Definitely, like, over the first couple years that I was sober, how rewarding it has been for them to watch me recover. And I know what that feels like now. Um, there's a, in particular, there's a, a friend of mine who's in recovery who is a mother um, with a daughter who's uh, very close to the same age as my daughter, and um, and she came in just as hopeless as I came in, and today I get to see her enjoying, um, and and more than that, see her family enjoying her, and so it just fills my heart, and um, and it it it's just um, it gives me it refuels me to to have even more reason to continue to um, share my experiences and and try to add value to other people's lives uh, because certainly other people are adding value to mine even if they don't know it. And um, when I'm isolating, I'm just, I'm, I'm living alone inside myself. You know, I'm, I'm deaf to any of those, anybody else's voice. I'm deaf to my own voice, to the voice within. And if I'm able to, if I'm able to 
to put the pain aside, put the frustration aside, put the inability to manage my own life, to put that all aside and seek gratitude, even in my darkest hours, in my, in my darkest days, there's always something good that I can find happening. And, um, and, and I can find healing. And if I can do that, if I can have a bad day, Today, uh, today was all right. I mean, I didn't feel good today. We went to, uh, we decided to take a little trip to Kohl's and I was super excited. I was going to buy something for myself. I was going to buy some, um, some, a couple bathing suit items because, uh, Boris, my bulldog likes to swim in his little itty bitty baby pool. So I was getting a uh, little bathing suit, not because I was going to swim with him, but I don't know, makes me, makes me feel a little more like I'm enjoying the outdoors if I have a bathing suit on. So, um, I do go outside. We have, uh, our, we have a double back deck and I go down in the bottom deck and there's a fence around, so I can't see outside of the deck and it, it saves my head and my eyes a lot. Um, but we had gone out to Kohl's, and honestly, it wasn't worth it. It, it. The discomfort, the nausea, the pain in my head was the rest of the day. I mean, it, the Kohl's is like 10 minutes down the street, and um, it just it was pretty miserable. So unfortunately, it was not an enjoyable experience, but... Even on a day like this, I found some pretty good things about my day. Um, I even laughed today. You know, I laughed with even that pain in my head. And, um, well, it's pretty hard not to laugh in this house. My boyfriend's hilarious. <laughs> but, um, anyway, um, and, and, my, and my dogs and stuff. And, and so... You know, I, I found another, I found another podcast to listen to, um, that's kind of enjoyable. It's called Young Blood. Um, so I just started listening to that. It's like, uh, it's like listening to a movie almost like a Netflix show. So that's kind of enjoyable. We had a great dinner. Um, you know, again, I, I enjoy going outside and just being outside. So, I can find healing for myself even during these times. And if I can take that message, that voice inside of me, that's that that self-narrative that is telling me, yeah, you got this today. You know, this is this is what's great that came out of today forget about the shit that hurts. You know, it's, it's going to hurt whether you focus on it or not. So try to pull out these little tidbits of things that made me smile today. And if I can grab that stuff, that voice and turn it outward, which is what I'm doing here in this podcast, then I'm just a channel to 
I'm a channel for my inner voice to help others. And that makes me, I'm privileged to be able to do that. I'm privileged to be able to speak after having a stroke. So I'm really excited to have found that there's one thing that I can do right now, and that's use my voice. And so that's why I'm doing this. And, and I'm, you know, I'm not saying all of this because I'm, I'm some kind of saint <laughs> and I want to, you know, I want to save the world or anything like that. I'm doing it for selfish reasons. I'm doing it because if I say all of this out loud, then I believe it more. It becomes real to me. If it's inside me, it's just this, it's, it's like a hurricane in there. You know, it's my dark place. It's a hurricane. It's a storm. It's just, there's chaos inside, inside me. And when I'm able to put it into words and articulate it in a way that I may help another person, then I'm also helping myself because I'm listening to everything that I, that, that comes out of my mouth and thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm right. I'm right. So, (laughs) um, anyway, but, uh, but because I say these things out loud, there's no chance of it getting trapped inside me. And the less that I store inside me, the, the, the more release the more I can release, the more joy I feel. So what I'm trying to do is practice gratitude and awareness with if-then statements. So what I am reminded of when I do these if-then statements is that my misfortunes are my greatest fortunes. The greatest things that have happened to me in my life, the absolute greatest things that have ever happened to me were all born from something that I thought was wrong. Maybe it was just for a hot second that I thought it was wrong or bad, or maybe it's something like this stroke that I'm, that I'm really trying to continue to force myself and talk to myself about how, you know, this is going to be a good thing. There's something on the other side of this. This sucks. This sucks. I'm miserable. No, but keep looking forward. Keep looking beyond this. You know, some of the misfortunes are, are small and some of them are gigantic, but I would be challenged to think of anything fantastic that has happened to me without having either put hard work into it or having to shift some negative thinking into positive thinking. Um, so So I have some examples. If I was not an alcoholic, then I would have never found my fellowship, which is a guide for living. I struggled when I was growing up and, and when I was grown up, (laughs) 
because we aren't given some kind of guide for living. They don't teach you in school how to live, how to process your emotions, how to deal with death, how to deal with love, how to deal with family. And during that time that we're in school, who knows if we even have, you know, a, a family that is that is nurturing. You know, I did. I had a, a fantastic nurturing family, but some people didn't. And, and so not only did they not have that home life to build upon, but, but they, they didn't learn it in school either. So I'm really grateful that my disease of alcoholism has, has guided me to a fellowship where I can learn from others how to live. Um, it's really, it's really been a blessing, really. It's been a blessing. I don't use that word very often, but it's been a blessing. So I'm grateful for, I'm grateful that I'm an alcoholic. And it took me a long time for me to say that, to actually believe that. So here's another one. If I wasn't so sensitive, then I would be less empathetic to others, which helps me build strong relationships. There is so often conversations that are in the beginning of when I'm building a relationship with somebody where I am empathetic with something that they've told me. But I'm empathetic. I feel I've talked to my mom about this. I think that I'm empathetic, and she said this too about herself, in a way that to a degree that I don't know that everybody is. And and sometimes it's not healthy. That that kind of empathy. Um when I was growing up, I cried all the time. Ask my family. I cried all the time. And um and it wasn't really until I not not excuse me not just taking my anxiety medication but quitting drinking and taking my anxiety medication that's when I stopped crying. I mean, I cry when something's sad now, but that's that's it, I think. You know, I've cried a couple times in these podcasts, but that's I think, um, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you can judge me if you want, but um, it's healthy for me to cry now. I think um, in the past it has been a, a bit much, not because it wasn't real feelings. They weren't real feelings, but um, they were, I think, coming from a place of mental illness rather than um, just, you know, being a human being and, and having feelings. <laughs> so if I wasn't so sensitive, I think that I would be less empathetic to others. I wouldn't understand so much what they're feeling, um, I think, if I didn't really um, take deep dives into my own feelings so much in my life. So here's another one. If I didn't lose my childhood friend, which happened a year and a half ago in January, if I didn't lose my childhood friend to my disease, 
then I would be less willing to be doing this podcast right now. The bravery that I have captured and been able to start this podcast with is directly from that loss. I know I could not have saved him, but I know that I am able to plant a seed in others using my voice. And that's why I'm doing that, this. If I wasn't in recovery, then I may have experienced even more severe brain damage from my stroke. So I mentioned this before in another episode. If I was still drinking when I started feeling those symptoms of a stroke, I'm quite certain that I would have laid down and tried to sleep it off. I would have drank more or I would have been passed out. Um, So I'm quite certain that I would have had even more brain damage. If not, I, I don't know how long my stroke would have continued. I, I don't, you know, obviously I don't know. But um, so, again, this, this sobriety to, has saved, saved my life. Um, Okay, another one. If we were able to sell this house, which we were, so I live in a townhouse, and we were right when real estate started getting really shitty (laughs) at the beginning of this year or uh, at the end of last year, I guess it was, September-ish, we were planning on selling this house. We had found a lake house. And we were going to move there. And I was so excited. Um, But if we weren't, but we weren't able to sell this house. It was like, right, if we had put it on the market like two weeks before, we would have sold it. But everything slowed down and prices went up like right when we put it on the market. So anyway, if we were able to sell this house and move to our lake house, then I wouldn't be down the street from all the medical care I needed only months after we lost the house. We lost uh, the opportunity to move to that lake house. So I regressed um, so soon after all of that. Um, I guess it's it was September that we were not we realized we were going to have to stay here in this house. And, um, I started declining in January through, um, through June. So with all of these examples, I believe that there is good in all misfortunes In my misfortunes. I believe that there good can be found I knew when we lost that house, when we, when we weren't able to move into that lake house, I knew it was a gift. I, I, I just knew it. I knew that there's a reason why. Now, that's, you know, take it or leave it if, any, if you believe that. But I believe that, that it was, there was a gift 
that was going to be given to me. I was absolutely heartbroken that I wasn't able to move because it was just so beautiful. And there was this big gigantic garden that went down to the water and it was so pretty. And I was heartbroken because I wasn't able to see the good right away. I had to be patient for it. And um, the good was that I was able to be close to medical care. Now, that's kind of wacky because it's the good was wrapped in bad. <laughs> so the good is that I was able to be close to medical care. The bad was that was obviously the regression back to my my chronic head pain and vision impairment 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 sorry but uh but I know again there's something waiting for me on the other side of this as well I don't know what it is and I I've mentioned this before in previous episodes I will continue to mention it but there is some opportunity that's going to be waiting for me on the other side of that. I'm not going to sit and wait to be struck with it, with whatever good it is. I'm going to work hard at what I am able to do, and that is to use my voice. That is all I know how to do right now, is to use my voice. So um, I believe that I am currently in the middle of the if part of the if then statement with this gratitude concept. I'm in the middle of the if statement and I'm going to be patient, hopeful, and joyful until I reach the then, the then part of the sentence. And, and there uh, as I go, I will find different small uh, things to be grateful for as I did today. Um, every night before I go to bed, I list three things that I'm grateful for. And, um, and it just helps me to let go of anything that might be just, just something I'm obsessing about. I've, I have an obsessive mind. <laughs> so <clears throat> by shifting um, and thinking about what I'm grateful for, three things, then um, it forces me to have a, to just fall asleep in a, in a pleasant way, you know, to, to fall asleep a little lighter than, than I may have been um, when I laid down. So that's what I have for today and happy 4th of July and I will talk to you tomorrow.